After years of wedded bliss, Nick couldn't take it any longer. Melissa, through no fault of her own, had grown up in a home without cable TV or a VCR. If that last sentence confused you, Google it. This had resulted in her having very little pop culture movie knowledge. In order to right this injustice, the duo will watch and discuss movie after movie until Melissa has caught up with the zeitgeist of her generation. Welcome to their journey. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Are you enjoying this non-winter winter we're having? We hiked today, so that was pretty great. It was lovely. Yeah, in yes. the sun. Yes. Uh. In the rare, <laughs> rare sun. So, do you have any idea what we're watching tonight? No, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, As ever. Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> we're watching a movie that has an actor in it you may recognize. Okay. And his name is Eddie Murphy. Okay. You have any guesses for what movie it could be now? Do you know uh, any Eddie Murphy films? Wasn't he in Police Academy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Darn. Um, have you seen Police Academy? No. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of people. Eddie Murphy. It. It's an ensemble cast, so. He wears he wears jeans and white tennis shoes. <laughs> what? I mean, actually, that's very accurate. And that movie is also on the list, but that's not this ah, movie. Ah, see, there is a movie. Yeah, um, there is. <laughs> jeans, and, jeans and white shoes. Oh, wow. You are a treasure, my darling. I just, I hate white shoes, so it always stands out to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I don't really, I've, I don't know that I could, I saw The Nutty Professor, was that? No, that was like way after. This is an. But 80s. that was an Eddie Murphy movie, right? Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only Eddie Murphy movie I can point to, and I know I saw that. Wow. Okay. Of in all the theater. The one, in the theater. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. Wow, that must have been fun. It was so fun. All right. No, this movie is called Coming to America. <gasps> I have not seen this. I don't think. Oh no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Again with this. I've seen part. Clips? <laughs> well, of course you have. Yeah. It's it's very much, uh, it, it's a quintessential 80s movie to me, so. I don't think I've seen it. Okay. But it's possible that we'll watch it and I'll be like, oh yeah. This is the this. danger of doing this with you, by the way. <laughs> it's like Russian roulette every time. I know. I know. Okay, yeah. so I know he's like, he's from some African country and mm -hmm. he comes to America mm -hmm. and comedy ensues. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's my understanding of this movie. That's a, that's a pretty fair like summary of it. Um, <laughs> you want to give me your 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 tagline for it um, with your limited knowledge? <laughs> uh, Do you remember like what he like what his vocation is or anything like that? I think he's royalty. Mm, uh -huh. I think he's like a king or something. Okay, and I'm just picturing a lot of Kenty cloth. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, so let's see. New York has a new king. That's, what I'm gonna, that's my tagline. All right. Eddie Murphy forever. All right, let's go check it out. Okay. Yes. Good morning, my neighbors. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. I had no idea. 
I forgot how good that movie is. It really was really good. I just remember when I was younger, it was very risque for for when I saw it. Yeah. I don't remember what age I saw it, so don't ask. Probably too young. Probably too young. (laughs) But uh, I mean, compared to movies nowadays, there wasn't a whole lot of it nowadays that was that risque. There was some language and, you know, some adult themes, but in general, you know, yeah. Anyway, it was, I laughed a lot when we watched that. Mm-hmm. And I, it was so cute how when we were done, you just turned and looked at me and said, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a rom-com. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it was, but it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And of course, it's the, you know, great grandfather of uh, Black Panther. I I strongly contend that. You want to just jump in with that, huh? Let's just do this. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. You have this like heroic, like altruistic kind of uh, paragon of a man, you know, and he comes from this tiny African nation. And, you know. That's extremely uh, rich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And affluent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. Anyway. What is the name of the the African town that he's from? Oh man, Zumundu. Zumunda. Zumunda forever. Zumunda forever. <laughs> <laughs> Even wanted to do that. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I fell for that. How did I fall for that? I don't know, but you did. You literally just say Wakanda forever just when you're washing dishes. So <laughs> yeah, it's I don't just say it; I shout it. You do. That's mm-hmm. true. Um. And you know, the best part is we probably misremembered the country. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Either way. Oops. Do you want to, um, do you want to give us a quick summary? Yes. Okay. So this is an Eddie, Eddie Murphy movie. He produced it and wrote it. It's like his story. Yes. Yes. It's his story. I he mean, he, a story yeah. that he wrote. It's not about his life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he produced it. He started it and he, the story is based on, like, he did the story, but other people wrote it. But that's how it works a lot of times. Okay. Like well, he didn't write the scripts, but yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that clarification. I'm pushing up my virtual nerd glasses right now. So you're <laughs> welcome. Okay. So it's really great how this movie starts out um, because Eddie Murphy, uh, it starts out kind of zooming in on this castle. Where yes. they live. Well, it starts with it's Paramount. Yeah, it has this one of the really best cool. like intros from the title screen of the movie that I've seen in a long time. So the old Paramount picture, when it shows you the Paramount, it's like, it's like a mountain. Yeah, it's like Mount Everest or something. Yeah, sure. And but this all of a sudden, like it kind of fades into a real mountain, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a cool trick on the eyes. And then all of a sudden, you're like flying. Yeah. Past the mountain. That's a Black Panther theme. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Keep going. You're flying. The parallels it's more again. leisurely in this yes, movie. It is way more leisurely. It's yeah. True. Yeah. So you're flying over this beautiful countryside and then you see in the distance this castle and it's unlike any castle you've ever seen. It's almost like a, um, like a Florida, uh, palm. The castle, that was probably the, the the castle they have, like mm-hmm. you could tell, it's just an illustration map. Like, mm-hmm. but I didn't care. Palm Springs. It gives me the feeling oh, of yeah. Palm Springs. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was going for. Yeah. Um. It's like white. There's gorgeous like architecture. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So you zoom in. You go kind of zoom to the castle, 
and um, you see it's like extremely um, beautiful and well appointed. There's elephants. It's It's paradise, basically. Yeah. yeah. And the elephants are like crossing in a line in the courtyard. Yep. And then there's this band, this like little, um, a little small, tiny orchestra that's get filing into this like upper balcony yes and they're getting they're warming they're like starting to play and mm-hmm. they begin and it turns out it's like the waking up music for king azid oh prince 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 akim prince akim thank you no problem prince akim and it's his waking up music yes and the whole thing is setting you up to see like how extremely pampered this yes. prince is like it's his, he, it's his twenty first birthday too, right? Yes, 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 yes. And he asks on his twenty first birthday <laughs> if he'd be able to go to the bathroom by himself. <laughs> and the the man in charge yeah. of like making him, you know, getting yeah. him everywhere is like, no, no, sir, never. <laughs> he said, "We won't play the music for you this time." Right, but no. <laughs> oh, so it turns out on his twenty first birthday. He's been betrothed to a woman mm-hmm. and he um, goes in to have breakfast with his mom and dad. <laughs> and his dad is played by James Earl Jones. I'm, yes. I've never seen him in a humor role. Like, oh, yeah. I, I only saw him in Field of Dreams where he scared me as oh, a child. Yeah, totally. yeah. And then, of course, Darth Vader. I love his get up later. Where, get up. His his like his like royal outfit mm-hmm. where uh, when he when they go to america later and he has that giant lion over his shoulder i just thought of mufasa he's an amazing king oh yeah like his king character was cool because he was like stern and firm but also um you know kind of he was very accessible and and like gentle to his son yeah yeah and uh yeah Mm -hmm. he was really cool that was that was awesome seeing him in that kind of role i am a sucker for exaggerated humor, like it, <laughs> as we learned with Top Secret, like oh, I, I was conditioned to any kind of exaggerated humor. It just, it just makes, it just tickles me. And the fact that they're like at breakfast, they're at one of those giant, crazy, like what is that, forty foot long table, <laughs> and they have like old school communication devices in between where you t- turn the knobs and it's like a radio in between. Well, because the prince is at one end, yes, and, and his mom and yes. dad are at the very, very uh, far end. They, there's no way they could talk to I'm each just other. A sucker. They yeah. could barely see each other. And then the 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 rose girls attendants, he gets up and tries to walk to them, and like, hang on. <laughs> and then they have the rose petals. Yes, uh, because. He must walk on rose petals. Of so course. there's three women yes. who are gorgeous and they're throwing rose yes. petals in front of us yes. when he walks. Of course. So all this sets up that he is about is he's supposed to be betrothed mm-hmm. and he's feeling like this um He has this, this revolutionary life, idea, right? He wants to choose his own life. Yes. He wants to fall in love. Yes. And he wants someone to marry him for him mm-hmm. and not for his um position yeah sorry you're saying his life his mm-hmm. life he feels like trapped in his life or yeah, yeah 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 so he asks his parents if he can well does he ask to get out of the wedding at the he, breakfast they're no they're at the ceremony and he uh, he has the, he says excuse me can i speak to the bride for a moment or the you know the betrothed after and, the bride yeah. walks down after this enormous oh, dance yeah. number which yes. is amazing yes yeah they he calls her to the side and they talk in a little side room and 
He just asks her questions. He just wants to get to know her. What kind of music do you like? Whatever you like. What kind of food do you like? Whatever you like. <laughs> and so this isn't going to work because yeah. like she's just kind of a puppet. She was yeah. she was like trained since she was a girl to yes. be his wife. Correct. And yes. to serve his every whim. Yes. And to not have any opinions of her own. Correct. And that is not uh, he is not all about that. So his dad comes in and they end up talking and Eddie Murphy's like, I want to go, you know, I'm not ready to settle down yet. And the father interprets his wanting to go as like, I believe he called it sowing the royal oats, quote <laughs> yes. unquote. Royal oats. Royal oats. Wide oats. Not, wild not, oats. Not the wild oats, the royal oats. Yes. <laughs> uh, so. You may have 40 days. 40, 40 days. <laughs> you must go much lower. Yeah. And um, he brings uh, Arsenio Hall, which I, I can't I can't remember his name, but his his basically his semi his. Yeah. Semi. You got it. Yeah. Thank you. His uh, best friend slash guardian slash trainer. Oh, the montage where they show them practicing their fighting skills is also over the top hilarious to me, too. Like, right. it, uh, yeah, it, they just the, the number of flips he does when he's trying to <laughs> avoid like. He gets his his staff knocked away from him and does like 80 flips or something crazy. Yeah, across the room. Yeah, yeah. Semi, like played by Arsenio Hall, he's he's, he's like good. his friend. He's really good. Really good. So I had no, I've never seen him in anything. Mm-hmm. I only knew his name. Like I never even saw his show. The Arsenio Hall show? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, But he was really good. He was really funny. Mm-hmm. And uh his whole role is that he's like the king, the prince's confidant and his friend, mm-hmm. um, but also his servant because like the prince is a higher level than he is. So yeah. he has to do what the prince says. Yes. But mostly they usually agree anyway. Most of the time. Well, I don't know if they agree because he's pretty grumpy about having to like not stay in like at the Waldorf Astoria and he doesn't <laughs> want to like live in squalor like the prince does and. They go to Queens because they want to find a queen. I love that logic train. I love it too. They're like looking at a map. Yeah. They pull out a map. A book that, yes. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is. I love it. It's um, it's just so weird to think about that instead of like pulling out your phone or looking at it on a computer. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, a map. I feel like this movie, and this is one of those 80s movies that like has the 80s vibe of optimism. Hmm. There's such a wonderful <laughs> vibe of yeah. of joy and optimism through like all the characters. I would say like part of it too is like which is crazy about that is that it's in New York in the 80s, which is like this very shady kind of dirty rundown place. New York in the 80s, 70s and 80s was it was pretty dodgy. Like there was some danger. So, like, that just adds to the level. We think of New York now when we watch a movie like this, I think. We're like, oh, you just go there and you're a tourist and it's fine and stuff. Yeah. It was not like that back then. So, the fact that they just roll up in Queens was crazy. Like, that would have landed with an audience totally differently in the 80s versus Mm. now. Like, watching it now. That's an interesting point. They do kind of show that because (laughs) the the boys leave their luggage on the sidewalk. And as soon as they're in the door, you know, of the apartment... Yeah. Um, there's like people running up and like grabbing their luggage and just running off with it. And they had like 30 like crates of luggage or pieces of luggage. Yeah. Or something an enormous crazy. pile of yeah. luggage there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they get, you know, 
wait, what was his name again? Prince? Akeem. Akeem. He doesn't want to like just live like a rich man. He wants to like just be like a normal person. Mm -hmm. Um, So they get this apartment and they ask for the mediocre apartment. Yes. (laughs) We haven't talked about how he talks yet either because like his like his accent and Mm -hmm. his way of speaking is like really proper Mm -hmm. and very respectful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one thing missing from this movie was the Eddie Murphy. Eh, 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 didn't come eh. out. It didn't come out at all. <laughs> Not even in like the after credits, like goofy scene, like where they showed him all the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he did. He did good. Like, I think you were shocked by his acting in this film, like that you were like, wow, you'd only seen him in like um Nutty Professor before, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Which is a different kind of acting. And yeah. that one SNL skit where he's like singing as Buckwheat, I think. Oh, <laughs> that's because I sing that one to you all the time. Yeah, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't, don't even I, have to do it. Now. Okay, I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Now it's in my head, though, so it's going to I didn't come know he was point. so talented. I mean. Oh, yeah. 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 It's amazing. It is. Uh, so, he was really fun to watch. His character was awesome. All the characters like that they played, like yeah, he in played the barbershop, they play like he plays two or three different characters, and then <laughs> the greatest band of all time, Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> He's the lead front man for that. <laughs> oh man, wow! I'm just thinking about now. I'm thinking about like Soul Glow, and every time uh, I think about Soul Glow, it just makes me smile. It's yeah. Sorry. Soul Glow is, what is it? It's a hair product? It is a hair product. The Jerry Curl was a hair uh, fashion in the 80s mm-hmm. for African Americans. And like, it, you know, it it made your hair, how would you describe that? Like curly-ish, mm-hmm. but like wet at the same time? Something? Well, there was a little joke that they did. The, the, the Soul really Glow funny. definitely, like, yeah. it was an extreme. Yeah. And... Uh, Eric LaSalle, who's from ER fame, he was a surgeon in ER. He was on ER for like 10 years, I think. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I remember him from ER. Yes. Holy cow. Yes. He is, um, he's the heir to the Soul Soul Glow Glow Empire. Empire. (laughs) And the, all the commercials they have throughout the movie and for Soul Glow and stuff are just, it's, it's hilarious. You and were so excited to hear the Soul Glow song. I hadn't heard it in a long time. And I used to sing it to uh, one of my coworkers, much to his enjoyment, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I've always loved the Soul Glow brand. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. What can I say? <laughs> And the best gag with Soul Glow as well is when the parents, you meet his parents. Yeah. And they all have Soul Glow in their hair and they're sitting there and then they get up to stand up for an event. And there's just like, you see a wet spot behind each of their heads (laughs) on the couch. Uh, I'm a Dapper Dan man myself. Oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) They were in a tight spot, though. So, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, they're in New York. They go into an apartment. It looks horrible. It has like body outlines, you know, tape outlines and stuff. <laughs> and a rat crawling across the yes. floor. Oh. Uh, it's it, perfect. Yes. They take it. It's wonderful. And then they go to just get a job. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember how they even got to McDowell's. Yeah, not McDonald's. Not McDonald's. It's McDowell's. <laughs> and yeah, I remember how they got there. They okay. went to... They went to the barbershop and they were like talking to the 
the barber guys. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were mm-hmm. like, how do you meet nice women? Because they had just struck out like at a bar. There was like a yeah. montage of all these crazy women that yes. they were meeting. Yes. And so they're like, how do you meet nice women? And they're like, well, we're going to this like rally for some awareness thing. Um, just come with us. And it was at a school and it was like this big rally. And that's where the band Sexual, Sexual Chocolate, Chocolate was yes. playing. Sexual Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, working the concession was the owner of McDowell and his two daughters. Yes. And that's where he Prince sees Hakeem her. sees the oldest daughter and he's like, whoa. And she's smart and she thinks for herself. And that's the kind of woman he was looking for. So. Mm-hmm. He goes and applies for a job at McDowell's. And the dad insisted he like, I don't know, probably like twisted the preacher's arm, who was the host of the event, to say the address. And that's how he found it. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So then he's there. They have the best outfits. They look like, (laughs) I don't know, what is that? Like Scottish? They have like plaid, like little berets. Like think like old old school golfing outfits. Yeah, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. The Tam O'Shanter. It's yes. like that story. Yes, the Tam O'Shanter. Like a beret with a puff. Words you know sometimes <laughs> are just. I read a lot. You do. You sure do. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're there and they're working. Oh, so many. And you have. There's so many great Easter eggs too with people who show up at the restaurant. Like you have Louis Anderson works there. He's just one of the characters who went on to. He's a great stand up comedian. And he had a huge career doing that. But he also had like, I think he had a sitcom, if I remember right. Really? I think it was in the 90s. And it was a pretty big sitcom. And then uh, at one point, there's a robbery. Yeah. With Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. As young as I've ever seen him. Yes. And he still looks <laughs> not that young. <laughs> no, but he was, this is like, he was not himself yet. Oh, like, no. Well, he I mean, hadn't come into his own with yeah. his like his strong voice and like his his mannerism that he has now that's like locked in yeah, and like solid yeah, yeah this was like pre that this was like maybe testing phase you know you could see the inception of it because yeah. there's the shouting it, it, but yeah yeah but it wasn't there yet mm-hmm. it was really interesting to see yeah him. It, it was really that was a fun part too yeah yeah and it also they got to like Pay, they did the payoff. The Russian authors, right? Yeah. You have to have the payoff for why you show everything. <laughs> they had the extensive fight trainings montage in the beginning, and then boom, they like take him out. He's got a shotgun and they disarm him and all that. With a mop handle. With a mop handle. Yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so wow. the yeah. thing that's happening though is like Akeem likes this girl. Mm-hmm. She's dating Soul Glow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and. He so he's trying to like win her over. Um, in the meantime, he's just he's kind of like clueless about how things work, you know, in America. Mm-hmm. And like he just doesn't know all the ins and outs. They go to a game, basketball game, a yeah. basketball mm-hmm. game, yeah, with yep. on a double date. So he's actually with there with her younger sister. And yes, he is. She's, uh, yeah, uh, uh. Uh, what forward would be one way she yeah she's on the hunt she wants she wants a boyfriend right mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. but he gets recognized by some other people there who recognize him as the prince yes some of the vendors right right yeah yeah that was hilarious too the jokes there's just good jokes in the movie really good jokes they're funny but it's not cheesy it's not a cheesy movie mm-hmm. 
it's like straight up good jokes. Yeah, totally. Solid and yeah. I, it's solid 80s comedy. It is. There were a lot of great comedies in the 80s. And you've probably seen one now. <laughs> so I have a feeling there's a few more in your future. Uh, some of the makeup effects in this like Eddie Murphy plays a white guy. He's an old yeah. Jewish guy in the barbershop. Yes. And like they wanted to test his makeup. So he just was in the getup and he went to just another part of the studio where he was shooting. And he just said to someone like, hey, I'm Eddie Murphy. Because he was huge when this was being filmed. <laughs> and people just didn't believe him. Whoa. So that got the, he passed based on that. I wouldn't have known it was him if you hadn't told me. Yeah. Like when we were watching. His old Jewish man, he's got a good... Good impersonation, too. Yeah, because so. the voice is there, too. Yes. It's like the whole thing. Yes, yes. Oh, I love how he was just so exuberant. The character, Akeem, was so exuberant throughout the film. And he would say things like, good morning, my neighbors. And everyone would <laughs> shout obscenities at him. And be like, go to bed. Or he was singing when he got home from his date. Same deal. Like, Yeah. Oh, I was- love characters like that. They're totally unflappable. Yep. Um. Yeah. And like they know what they want and they just keep keep trying. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And this movie, do you know who John Landis is? No. Yeah. He's the director and producer and writer and all that. He um you have you are well aware of his work. Okay. He um directed thriller. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Also, An American Werewolf in London is another famous one he did. You know I haven't seen that. I know you haven't seen that. I haven't seen either one, and I wanted to see the newer one. Oh, no. Oh, well, We're, I wanted to. You Well, no, I mean, sure, I'm not saying no, but you got to see the original before you see the remake. Come okay, on. fair enough. That's just how it works. <laughs> um, but he, he also, you've seen another of his films too, The Blues Brothers. Oh, mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. his whole shtick was kind of like our comedies. So that was kind of his thread in the eighties and on. Awesome, yeah, I enjoy his movies. It's good stuff. So he, uh, what? Where do we leave off? We're, we're, I'm really, we're going. I'm gushing too much. Keep going. <laughs> well, there comes a point where, like, they he starts dating her, the girl. Right. Yeah. Um. Because she kind of breaks up ish with Solo. Soul glows. He's he's just kind of a, he's a jerk the whole movie, but she finds out he's a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he and his <laughs> they run out of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not because they run out of money, but because um, Semi wants to. He like redoes their apartment. Yeah, and he puts in like a jacuzzi, and it looks slick. It's like eighties slick. Oh, <laughs> with, so like, slick crazy weird lighting like mm-hmm. blue lights and all this stuff mm-hmm. and um akeem wanted to take his lady home and show her his want to make her dinner or something yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah but um he couldn't because he doesn't want to let on that he's a prince mm-hmm. so um he takes all their money and he gives it away to some homeless people which uh you're gonna understand who those people are in another film we watch later okay cool can't mm-hmm. wait to see that mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. connection connection so then um yeah so semi writes home or sends a telegram 
How he sends a telegram. He sends yeah. a telegram. And the woman. He's like, I'm out of money. Yes. And how much he's like trying to figure out how much to ask for. And he asked for an enormous sum of money. That's like a million dollars. Yeah. Uh. Oh, maybe I need two. Two million. Yeah. So then that raises a red flag. And then the king comes to New York. Mm-hmm. And I love when they come to New York and they see where their son's been living. Yes. It's just crazy. <laughs> I love the shtick too, where they go into the barber shop and mm-hmm. then the rose petals are everywhere, and mm-hmm. then the old barber's like, "Who's gonna clean up these flowers?" <laughs> uh, you, you were kind of wondering that the whole time. I was thinking that, like in the palace, I was like, "Whatever." But once they were in New York, I was like, "Seriously, who's gonna clean up the flowers? Like, what are the pigeons just gonna eat them?" Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. So yeah. the dad's there. He's looking for a son mm-hmm. and he finds like a trail. It takes him to McDowell's mm-hmm. and the, the dad, the owner of McDowell's is like, well, come to my house and I'll, he's dating my, you know, my daughter and we'll, I'll make sure that you get to see him. And when he does it, he finds out that Akeem is a prince mm-hmm. and he's kind of a gold digger. Would you say? Uh, he He's kind of like, yeah. oh, this guy has even more money than Soul yes. Glow. Like, he was totally pushing Soul Glow because of the money of the family. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants his daughters to be well taken care of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well-meaning dad, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. a little bit of a money grubber. He's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> he was. He was. He was. Um. So they, yeah, he tries to get Akeem to come over. And it just kind of happens where his dad, the dad leaves and Akeem comes mm-hmm. and Akeem doesn't want to stay and he leaves and then the dad comes and there's a little bit of like misconnection there. Mm-hmm. And yep. the dad's there and he he's not nice to the daughter. No, he is not. It's like, oh, didn't my son tell you he has a wife? And she's like, say what? Mm-hmm. And he explains that he's betrothed. And he came here to sow his sow his royal oats, <laughs> and like it's just getting worse and worse. And the dad had put her dad had put the mom in a lazy boy, which was also <laughs> hilariously awkward. Yes, she doesn't know how to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she runs away mm-hmm. in the rain. Of course, it's it's raining, and 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 she just uh, go, runs away. And then Akeem shows up. Yep. Gets upset, yeah. Goes after her. Goes after her, yep. And then there's this really cool, like, classic sort of romantic scene on the subway mm-hmm. where he's trying to, like, talk her back, into, talk her into coming back to him and explain. Yeah. yeah. Explain the lying and all this stuff. And this is my favorite part about movies in New York. Mm-hmm. When something happens in public... And all the New Yorkers around are like watching and then chiming in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like cheering for her to say yes and mm-hmm. like whatever. Mm-hmm. I love, I love scenes like that. I do too. It's an, it, I, I'm pretty sure like contractually they have to do that in New York movies. <laughs> like it's part of the like, you want to film here? You got to have one New York moment. Huh? <laughs> I'm, like literally four of them from different movies are just flashing through my mind, but. Yeah. But this is like the part of the 80s optimism that's so sweet and wonderful. Like mm-hmm. they want them to be together. And um like there's a little old lady where the girl the girl says no and mm-hmm. she gets off the subway and Akeem doesn't follow her. 
And this little old lady is like, well, if she says no, I could marry you or something. Mm -hmm. And he just like takes her hand and puts these like earrings into them that he had tried to give. Yeah, the girl. they were like half a million dollar earrings. Yeah, yeah. like gorgeous ruby and huge. diamond earrings. Yeah, huge. And he just gives them to her. And yep. she smiles and then the doors close and he goes away. It was just so cool. And he's sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has to go back to his country. Yep. And then the next scene, it's like, boom, the wedding's happening. There's a woman walking down the aisle with a huge veil. Mm-hmm. And then when he pulls it up, reveal. Guess who it is. It's the girl he wanted. Yay. Happy come true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the mom's doing, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That was the mom. She was kind of, uh, yeah, like pushing on the dad at the end there. So on the way to the airport. On the way to the airport. Yeah. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, you can change the rule. You're the You're king. You're the king. Come right. On. Okay. So if you were <laughs> the heir apparent mm-hmm. to a beauty empire what product would your family make oh instead of soul glow and yes i said air apparent because soul glow is a hair product in case you're wondering about my pun skills that's next level thank you (laughs) okay um hmm. (laughs) what i don't know i'm thinking of like some sort of like skin butter Skin butter? <laughs> that you could get. I don't know why. You could get a lot of com- comedic gold out of that. People slipping over things and yeah, yeah, you know, shaking hands and you know afterwards it being people trying to rub the butter off of their hands, stuff like that. Oh, so your question is like, what could be like in a comedy, not like an actual? Oh well, either way, product. you picked one that's funny, so I it did. works. I did. Yeah, it works. What about you? Uh, mine would probably be like a beard oil company, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Just for Men? Uh, <laughs> I have heard of Just for Men. Have you? Okay. I have. I've never tried it, but <laughs> I've definitely heard of it. Yeah. Are you hinting at something, dear? No, no hints here. No hints. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to let my soul glow. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. You just be you. I I will. I will be me. So, what if any messages do you think were in this film? <laughs> yes, messages abound in this film. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you should fall in love. You should love someone for who they are and not what they have hmm. or not not their money. So, there's, there's good reasons to be with someone and bad reasons to be with someone. Hmm. Okay, that's good. On what you got? What do I have? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this movie is about not settling. Like, you need to make yourself happy or else you're not, you know, it's your life. If you're not, if you don't make yourself happy, then you're going to be trapped in your life and it's not going to be a life you want to live. Hmm. Okay. Or alternatively, it was a vehicle for Eddie Murphy to do a lot of funny stuff. <laughs> I think that's also a big part of it. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I wonder though if like when he he had such a like a strong presence in the story and everything, like you wrote it and produced it. I wonder if it was kind of like he was really famous when this movie came out. I wonder if that was kind of how he felt. 
you know, like, I don't know. I didn't do any research about like his love life in real life. Like if this was echoing, like, you know, he can't find a companion. He feels kind of trapped in his own fame. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if there was a lot of that in this film. I don't know. It's just dawned on me as we were sitting here thinking about it. Hmm. Sorry, I went deep. Sorry. That's okay. Deep is okay. Yeah. I mean, even clowns can cry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, Mm -hmm. do you know what we're watching next week? Oh. Why did you say clowns? Oh, I, I was just wondering if you know what we're watching next week. That makes me really worried that it's something scary. I, I didn't know. I, I don't know what we're watching next next week. Probably. I, I do not believe you right now. You've never heard Tears of a Clown before? Yeah, okay. It's a very famous, you know, saying. Yeah, I, I don't know what we're watching next week, but it better not be based on a Stephen King novel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll just have to find out. I guess so. Uh, huh? See you then. Goodbye, my neighbors! (laughs) Bye. But when I marry, I want the woman to love me for who I am, not because of what I am. And who are you? I am a man who has never tied his own shoes before. Wrong. You are a prince who has never tied his shoes. Believe me, I tied my own shoes once. It is an overrated experience. You can be all the things you've always wanted to be. Beautiful, sexy, easy. One, two, three. Just let your soul go. Just let it shine through. Just let your Chocolate!